Welcome to the Health Leaders Podcast, the place for peer-sourced and solution-focused insights for healthcare executives, airing every Tuesday. I'm Melanie Blackman, the Strategy Editor for Health Leaders. My guest for today's episode is Dr. Sandra Lindsay, the first American to be vaccinated against COVID-19 and recipient of the Presidential Medal of Freedom. She also recently became the Vice President of Public Health Advocacy for Northwell Health and co-hosts the Health Systems Podcast, 20-Minute Health Talk. During our conversation, Dr. Lindsay discusses her experience during the pandemic and being the first American vaccinated against COVID, her new role with Northwell Health, and she shares insights into her personal and professional background. So without further ado, please enjoy our conversation. Dr. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's such an honor to speak with you. Melanie, it's such a pleasure to be here with you. Thanks again for having me on. To start us off, I was wondering if you could give a little bit of your personal and professional background and share what drew you to working in healthcare in the first place. So I was born in Jamaica, West Indies, and I migrated here at the age of 18. So I completed what we call primary and high school in Jamaica. I came here to pursue my dream of becoming a nurse. I grew up with my grandparents. My grandmother had chronic illnesses. And so I took care of her and I enjoyed taking care of her. And so I think naturally I was just drawn to a passion for becoming a nurse. And when I came here, that was my goal, to go on to become a nurse. That journey took some twists and turns. I came here, I think I came with 50 US dollars. So not enough to enroll in school. I didn't come on a scholarship. And so I had to work to get my application fee for school, for tuition, for books, and so I worked at local supermarkets, convenience stores, I did babysitting, and I remember the day I worked up enough money to apply to a two-year college, that is Borough of Manhattan Community College, which is where I got my foundation. I graduated from school in March of 1994 and joined the team at Lenox Hill Hospital as a clinical nurse what we call a bedside nurse or just an entry-level registered nurse in the field of oncology. And I did that for about three years. Then I was eligible for tuition reimbursement and I decided to go on to pursue my bachelor's, get my master's, did a master's in business administration, and then went on to get my doctorate. So it's been a slow, steady journey, but nothing that I would change about the journey because I've learned so much along the way and every rung of that ladder has prepared me for where I am today. That's such an amazing journey. And I love how your passion of nursing just kept you going. Yeah, and for me, I got a lot of satisfaction from seeing my grandmother, you know, function with her chronic illnesses. So I tell the story that I've been using the nursing process 
even before I learned what the nursing process is. <laughs> I was assessing my grandmother, how she's responding to her medications, giving her medications, and you know, just overall taking care of her, taking her to her appointments, getting the details from the physicians about what we should and should not do, helping her with her nutrition. So I think it was just the natural progression for me as I, I got so much satisfaction from it and still get that satisfaction today, even as I move into leadership. In my last role where I worked on the front lines during COVID, it was that same satisfaction as hard as it was to get through every day. And although we lost a lot of lives, we did save a lot. Absolutely. Well, and also speaking of COVID, in December of 2020, you volunteered to be the first American vaccinated with the Pfizer and BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. What was that experience like? And what was your experience during the pandemic? And why did you step up to be vaccinated? So before I answer that question, Melanie, I'd like to go back to what it was like working on the front lines and leading a team of over 300 people during the pandemic. Every day, you did not know what you were going to walk into. There were so many unknowns. It was mentally and physically exhausting. I witnessed overwhelming loss, harm, trauma experienced by myself and you know others that I felt personally responsible for. It was this huge burden that I was carrying around and you know I just didn't have answers for staff, which usually in a crisis, people are looking to you, the leader, for, for answers and I didn't have answers. I think what was important for me to demonstrate there and to share with people is transparency being open and honest with people that I don't have all the answers, but as soon as I find out or I get some insight, I would share with them. And also to share my own vulnerability that I am fearful, I don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna hang in there with you. I think people really appreciated that. So with that experience, when I heard, I think it was approximately six days after the World Health Organization, reported that this is now a pandemic. COVID-19 is a pandemic. And Pfizer came out with their intention to develop a vaccine. I was following all of that development. I read the, the initial study and I was comfortable with what was reported in the study, the findings. What I was seeing weighing the risk versus the benefits, I knew that all the interventions of social distancing, hand hygiene, and wearing our masks, those were preventative strategies to prevent the spread of the virus, but it wouldn't help us to get rid of the virus and curb the, the harm and the trauma and the death like vaccines can do and have been shown to do. So, I was very comfortable. I was an advocate. I walked around uh, talking about how much I can't wait for the vaccine to come to market, that I would go wherever the vaccine is being offered just to get that extra level of protection. So I was excited when I heard that the vaccine got emergency use authorization. 
and that it was coming to New York and that it was coming to Northwell. So I volunteered to be among the first set of people who got vaccinated at Northwell. And I did that in addition to what I saw as my professional responsibility as my profession is rooted in science, also my civic duty. We are in the throes of this pandemic. I think it's everybody's responsibility to do their part to help the situation. So I saw it as a civic duty, giving back to my country. I saw it also as protecting myself and my family. And also I wanted to instill public confidence in the science and just to let people know that, just think about the risk versus the benefits. Do your own research. Look into this before you just write it off and say, I am not getting vaccinated, particularly among people of color due to historical um, experiences. I, I knew that there would be some fear and hesitation about getting the vaccine. So those were my reasons for wanting to get vaccinated. And it still remains one of the best decisions that I've made in my life. That's so amazing. You're definitely a true testament of walking the talk, so to speak. <laughs> well, what was your experience receiving the Presidential Medal of Freedom as well? That was surreal. Um, it's not anything that, you know, one aspired to, to get. I mean, that was so far out of my thoughts that when I got the call, I thought it was a prank call. <laughs> like, this doesn't happen to normal people like me. <laughs> when I see these Medal of Freedoms being given out in the past, I always associate it with celebrities, people of great influence. And so that was the furthest thing from my mind. But, you know, I'm grateful. I am really, really grateful. And I share it, and I've said this before, share this spotlight and, and recognition and all the accolades that I've gotten with my fellow healthcare workers, nurses, women, women of color, immigrants. It comes at a timely point in our lives in society when there is so much what I would call turmoil, especially among immigrants and what immigrants stand for. And so I was extremely proud to stand there as an immigrant and having President Biden bestow the highest honor on me. I just really share this with all these groups that I identify with. Well, that's really beautiful. Thank you for answering that. At the beginning of October, you were named Northwell Health's new Vice President of Public Health Advocacy. What initiatives are you excited to lead in this new role? And can you talk a little bit about some of your short-term and long-term goals? I'm excited to use my expertise and influence to bring about change. As it relates to my role here at Northwell Health, that is working with the organization to raise health standards and to provide better health 
for the diverse communities that we serve. You know, we endeavor to close the health disparities gap, and I'm excited to be a part of that, to help the organization to realize its mission of providing compassionate and equitable care. As we're still in the pandemic, COVID is still happening, not to the extent that it was, but it's still around. So it's still working short term to continue to educate people about preventing COVID, vaccinations, influenza is up on us, it's flu season. So educating and, and encouraging people to get vaccinated overall. Long-term goals, it's helping the organization to do what I call do health better before we do healthcare. So it's getting into the underserved communities and really helping them to understand health, working with our different partners. We have different divisions, population health, community health, global health. So it's working with other executives to creating sustainable programs and initiatives and structures put into place so that we can do health better. And that when people do need health care, that they feel comfortable coming to us as a trusted partner and knowing that we will be there for them. Oh, that's wonderful. How does your background as an immigrant, a woman of color, a nurse help define your current leadership style? So my current leadership style, I would say, is a combination of being a servant leader, so being of service to people, transformational leadership, helping people to develop and grow and starting from wherever they are. I think my upbringing has prepared me for this leadership style because growing up with my grandparents, they were always serving the community. I saw firsthand what service and giving back was like as everyone was welcomed into our home and they were just always there to help people. I think that just really rubbed off on me. So in my role as a when I started as a bedside nurse, it was in service to my patients. As a leader, it was in service to my staff. And now in this vice president role, it's in service to a larger community, both nationally and internationally. That's wonderful. Do you have any advice you'd like to share for women, for immigrants, etc., who aspire to be leaders in healthcare? My advice is to, it might sound cliche, but it, it's true. Just never give up on your dream. Just stay focused. The journey is, it's going to be windy. It's not one straight journey, but there is value in those twists and turns. It's learning the lesson, applying them, surrounding yourselves with positive people, mentors, seek out mentors who can help you to develop and grow. And when you get there, to pay it forward to somebody else. Make a commitment to lifelong learning 
it's not just you get the position you want and you're done. There is always something to learn. And that's how you develop and grow as an individual and as an expert in whatever field you decide to get into. No, that's wonderful advice, not cliche at all. Well, Dr. Lindsay, again, thank you so much for taking the time to speaking with me and sharing your expertise on the podcast. It's been such an honor having you here and and listening to your story. My pleasure, Melanie, and thank you so much for having me on. And thank you for listening to the Health Leaders Podcast. We'll be back next Tuesday with more healthcare industry insights.